Hello everyone and welcome to Mommin with ADHD, where we put life tips and tricks to the test against our neurodivergent brains and bring positive light on what it's like to raise children while managing our own quality of life. Wherever you are on your journey, it's exactly where you're supposed to be, and I believe we were supposed to find each other. Present day, it's by no surprise that I find a lot of comfort and advice from people and organizations such as TikTok to help lead me through this journey. TikTok is a platform that I think was made for someone with ADHD. It's our dream to constantly keep moving through things. It is finally acceptable to do what us ADHDers have always been doing all along. I find many professors and professionals sharing their thoughts and research on the matter, but the most beneficial to me is finding women and mothers who are just like me to relate to or to validate feelings that I've had and that often bring on guilt. So today I'm super excited to bring on a guest, someone who I had come across during my TikTok dive and I really could relate to and I know you'll be able to relate to her too. (laughs) Megan, you have a lot of social media. You've got over 14,000 followers and you're talking about things like adoption, being a mom um, and just your adult diagnosis. Can you just briefly give us an example of kind of what it was like to grow up without being diagnosed, some of the signs that you saw as you were growing up? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I was adopted, like you said, and I think because of that, my family just kind of chalked me up to, okay, she is different than us. She is adopted, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I think ADHD, well, first of all, I'm 38 years old and it just wasn't a thing back then. Um, Right. And, but I think even if it was, they wouldn't have even, you know, made that conclusion. It would have been like, oh, she's adopted. She's this way because she's adopted. Right. So the things that um, I was always moving, not a hyper kid though. I wasn't a hyper kid. It's like my legs were moving. My hands were moving. I always had to be stimulated by something. Um, my brain, I still to this day cannot differentiate thoughts sometimes. It's basically like a jumbled mess in there and I get Mm -hmm. very easily upset Mm -hmm. because of that. And so I was always labeled as the sensitive child. Yes. Um, Yes. And (laughs) I I really just needed patience and someone to re- recognize that I, I wasn't very good at putting thoughts to words. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the a side effect of ADHD is anxiety. And I've always had raging anxiety. My mm-hmm. brain goes to worst case scenario. Absolutely. <laughs> every time. And, um, you know, since I've been treated for ADHD, I no longer have anxiety. Well, that's, that's, that's awesome. And I, isn't it doctors, I think lean on that. They lean on the anxiety, they lean on the depression and they try to, to, uh, you know, appease those symptoms and, and treat those symptoms. And sometimes it's like, there might be something a little deeper that's causing that anxiety that we maybe should talk about. <laughs> that's exactly right. Because I started therapy as an adoptee who was depressed, Uh right? The more I got into therapy, it took me three years in therapy to get an ADHD diagnosis because we thought, oh, maybe that the anxiety and depression are just, you know, anxiety and depression. No, it was ADHD. 
Right. And, and yeah. And so it took us three years to finally get a formal diagnosis, but I'm very thankful because just recognizing my behavior and the, the patterns of my behavior, I have been able to feel less guilty that my brain is the way it is. And then as a mom, I look at my daughter who, uh, she hasn't been diagnosed, but I can tell you she has raging ADHD. And <laughs> I look at her and I'm just like, I, I can't get I mad. see you. I yes, see you. exactly. I see you, baby. So yeah, I can't get mad at her. It's, um, do you want me to tell you about how she broke a whole TV? Yes, please. We'd love to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this was, um, so one of our worst, mine and my daughter's ADHD habits is we completely zone out. And um, I couldn't tell you what we do with our hands when we zone out. Uh, She is known to rip up paper. I'm like, hey, let's not destroy things, you know. Mm. Well, one day I was sick. I was laying down. I had an ear infection. And I just put the TV on like, you watch TV. I'm going to go be sick for a minute. (laughs) And she she was in front of the TV. And I was sitting. I was right here, you know, right here. And she was just zoning out. And as she zoned out, she pulled down the TV. And now that was our fault. It wasn't secure. And yes, we learned our lesson because she really could have gotten hurt. Right. However, she just pulled it down and she had no idea. She was like, I'm sorry, mommy. It was an accident. I didn't mean to. Like, that was the first time that I thought, does my child have ADHD? Because she sure can hyper-focus like me on some things. That was emotionally respond, you know? Like, that would be another thing I would take away from that is just the emotional response that doesn't match what's going on, you know? Yes, sorry about my dog snoring in the background, but absolutely, no. <laughs> she. So ADHD she, moment. I we breed French bulldogs. So when I saw you, that's what this I guy like, is. I swear we are like separated at birth. I swear. Aww, that's this chili, the one you hear snoring. He's a French bulldog with a very flat nose. So he, yep, he's yep. an expert snorer. <laughs> We love we love a good snoring sweet bulldog, but he's a good boy. Um, but yeah, so my daughter that's what that was the crazy thing is she got so upset. She knew immediately, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And you know, I feel like most people would be like, Oh my god, you broke a TV. But just knowing I do that too. I can't like I she did get a little bit in trouble. We took her, you know. Uh, screen time privileges away for two mm-hmm. weeks and honestly we all became a lot closer because of that but well, um, <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah so um yeah I think it's a gift I think it's a gift though that you have that that sense because you know this is something that my husband and I talk about is my son is going through his autism evaluation right now and there's things mm-hmm. that I feel like I'm more sensitive or respond to that my husband's like nope he needs to yes absolutely. And, and not because he's not a great parent because he is it's it's just I see things as harder because I can relate to that and maybe exactly. some of the mom gene too but I get that I get what you're saying and I think that's so important like to be our spouses checks and balances when we have mm-hmm. ADHD ourselves and then our child has it because 
we present parenting in a new way because our kid is thinking out, outside the box, just like our our brains have. And right. my husband is very type A, very black and white, you Me know. Too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm not. I'm, Me I'm the... too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so we we kind of balance each other out in that way. But as far as like, like you were saying about our kids, I have to check him sometimes and say, you know, babe, her brain doesn't work like that. You can't right. expect her, you know, to do that. Um, and, and I think on the flip though, it's good for them to check us because there's times where he reminds me like, it's my job as mom to the world's not going to give him that. And so finding a way to balance what I'm giving him the world is going to treat him like. Um, I think it's a beautiful balance. And I, I hope everyone that because otherwise it can get crazy to one side. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I think, I think about that a lot is, as Cora gets my, my daughter's name as she gets older and she has two parents that see the world two different ways. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think she's a really lucky kiddo. And, yes. um, mm-hmm. and, and I, I think that's that... good to see it that way, because I think we beat ourselves up a lot that we wish we were a certain way. And I had my daughter write a letter the other day that told me that I was mean and I wasn't being the mom she knows and loves. And I like started breaking down crying. Cause I'm like, Aww. I'm a terrible person. And it's like, sometimes <laughs> it's just recognizing that like, we're still all figuring this out. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think, <laughs> Another thing, knowing this, I apologize more to my daughter than I think I ever have been yep. apologized to in my life. Yep. <laughs> and I'm yep. like, I'm, we're learning this together. Um, yep. But she, I think kids, kids especially with ADHD, they're resilient. They really mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. And um, adaptive. Mm-hmm. Adaptive. They are. It's almost, but I, I think that is the mask in a way. You know, all of us ADHDers, we have to, or especially us, me and you, when we grew up, because it Mm -hmm. wasn't, we had to mask and we had to be what everyone expected us to be. And I love that we are teaching our kids that it is okay to be exactly who you are without the mask. You don't need it. You're perfect. Uh Uh-huh. Nobody's nobody's perfect, but you know what I mean. But I totally get what you're saying. And I, and we all think like, we wish we could have heard that or felt that or seen that as we were going through the things that we didn't even piece together till we were, till we were older. Yes, absolutely. Cause that mask gets so heavy Mm -hmm. and, um, I I never want my daughter to have to wear it. Yeah. Agreed. Like we did. Like we now, did. now, let me ask you, because you've mentioned some of the things, and, and I know you said your daughter's not diagnosed, and my son going through the autism um, evaluation, even though we're pretty confident, but do you ever feel like you've created traits in your daughter or responses to your own diagnosis? And an example would be, you know, like this morning we were leaving um, and my daughter was worried about adult things like, hey, today's garbage day. Did you get the garbage out? And we were leaving. Did you lock the door? And I just, I had a moment where I thought, these aren't even her responsibilities. Am I creating this added anxiety, this added worry for her because of my own diagnosis? Oh, like that? we, uh, we had a moment last night. Um, actually how, okay. So if you were given written directions as an ADHD or when you see written directions, does your brain 
turn every all of that to mush because mine does. <laughs> and or, I, or my anxiety kicks in like, oh, there's a lot there. And I yes. cover it up and start with step one or just like really shut out everything else. How many emails I've closed up and marked as unread because I'm like, I know that's going to take too much of my attention. <laughs> well, I'm almost a little embarrassed to admit this, but this was a slime kit. Okay. It was okay. uh, the right. directions right. for, for a slime kit. And I was like, I got this. Mommy You're like, let's just it. wing this. Let's just yeah. Wing I was this. like, mommy, will do it. And so I was like, Oh, we didn't exactly get that right, but that'll be fine. That'll be fine. Well, we mm, did not make slime. And she said, daddy, will you come help me? And I was like, okay, yeah. She's like, mommy, it's okay. You don't know directions. I was like, oh, oh. thank you. Don't. And and then IKEA furniture, you know, never will I do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so yeah, that happened. Like, I mean, I, and I I know it wasn't exactly the same thing, but it's that is a way that it's. I feel like she does check me like mom's not that great at direction. So we'll get dad to do that. And she does. I mean, she, she's five and a half. And so she is now start. Did you get my nap mat? Did you get my water? Like, yes. And she, she says, what does she say? Mommy's mommy's brain. Isn't the best. (laughs) Cause I forget, I forget things so easily. Um, but, but she doesn't say it in an ugly way. She was like, mommy's brain isn't the best at remembering things. Well, like, and if there's that. anything I've learned working with kids and I've worked with, you know, K, pre-K all the way up through a middle school, it's that those little kids don't have a filter. And so the honesty that's coming from <laughs> the thing hits us in a different way because it's not like your boss or another adult making a comment about you. It's like, this is the rawest comment you're going to get. Uh-huh, and you're going to have to process real. it and it's going to hurt. It does. It and they does. Didn't mean it to hurt, you know. No. Uh-uh. I wish I could remember what she said about my brain exactly, but at first I was like, "Ouch." But then yeah. it was it was like, "Actually, that's pretty accurate." Yeah. So, yeah. Take um, all emotions out and that makes a lot of sense. And like you said in your previous podcast, like mornings. Oh. Mornings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. I feel like that's when she's always now, mom, did you get get mom? Did yeah, like I'm capable I am Uh capable and I will say that part of that is a little triggering in a way because it's like somebody have faith in me that I yes yes you know and I see that with my spouse too because he'll make comments or do things to try to help help me and I'll get defensive like you know I can handle that or I I got the budget I know I'm not supposed to buy that even though my behaviors have shown that I can't And you do, you get defensive and and that creates arguments or disputes too, because you're like, I'm an adult. I may have this, but I, I'm a functioning adult. I made a comment the other day. I was sitting on the floor doing something and we were laughing about, I don't even remember what. And I said, listen, I got this far. Okay. Like I got this far and I I can keep, you know, getting through these things, but it's true. They're, they're there to help. But at the end of the day, sometimes it it does hurt us because we, we want to act like we can do it all by ourselves or that we there's nothing wrong with us. Right. And I had to tell my husband, I know it seems like nothing and, but there's little tiny things that he's done. Um, I, that I get defensive about that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I know this is a me problem, but maybe we can work through this together. Like I, I, I make messes. Mm -hmm. I am very a messy person, you know, very messy person. And, um, the other day I was just, you know, standing in the kitchen and I left trash on the counter and he handed it to me instead of just throwing it away himself. Oh, he handed yeah. it to me to yes. throw away. And I was like, what are you trying to say with this? 
Like, you know, I got immediately defensive, but then I was like, okay, he's right, but he's not my daddy. Like, he's not my dad. Um, And we do have that conversation a lot, too, of like, you know, he'll make the comment when we get the other night it was you need to grow up or you know those kinds mm-hmm. of comments and or I'll make a comment to him like you're not my dad and yes equally, we've discussed how those those hurt me but they also hurt him because he's like I don't want to be your dad I don't want to exactly. have to say exactly. these things to you <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh and when I found out that you know a lot of ADHDers are highly emotional and highly sensitive and I mean I will I mean, you can say the the nicest, ugly thing, and I'm gonna cry about that. And my right. husband, he can <laughs> sigh, he can sigh the wrong way, and I'm like, oh, oh. God. yeah. And so we've had so many talks, and again, I just feel like it's so important to communicate because for the longest time, when I masked my ADHD, I didn't want to share those emotional, crazy, you know. I don't know how to identify these feelings. Yeah. And, and now just being, having a safe place to talk through these feelings with, even though he made me defensive, having that safe place and being able to talk through it has helped me so much being able to unmask. And being able to say like, I'm not going to meet the the level of perfection that I'm trying so hard to meet. And that's Mm -hmm. okay. Because I think that's part of that unmasking too is like, even with someone so close to you, you're trying to meet this expectation of being a mom and being a wife and being just a functioning adult with work and and admitting that like, I'm never going to meet that. And I need to be okay and have someone with me that recognizes that I am 100% doing the best that I can. Yes. Because if you don't have that, we feel guilt and shame. Harder. Yeah. (laughs) So much harder. Yes. And, I, if I didn't have my husband who to communicate all these things with, like, I would say with, but let me say through, because it is like a journey to get through, right? You got to go yeah. through it to get to it. And um, if I didn't have him, I, I feel like I would just live with so much more guilt and shame. And I feel like you could, it doesn't have to necessarily be a spouse. Like you could have a friend, for you sure, could have a you, sure. you know, I just for think sure. it's important for moms who feel guilt and shame anyway to let go of that guilt and shame as an ADHD or and just acknowledge, acknowledge it. And, and it's not, nothing is wrong with you, but let's think about it different. We're just going to think about, we just have, you know, extra feelings to yeah. love. And about not allow it. It, yeah. Not allowing it to paralyze yourself, which is, I think what, if you don't have that person or that platform or whatever, that that's what exactly. it does. It paralyzes you. And then it reforms as anxiety and all these other pieces. Exactly. And it's, I, and I, I don't know if my ADHD diagnosis, just simply the diagnosis helped with my anxiety and just taking that pressure off myself that like, okay, I have a brain injury. This isn't, I can't help this. I can't control this. And so I'm not sure if just simply the diagnosis changed because, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I will say just being diagnosed is such a life-changing event. Mm -hmm. Or it was for me. I love that he's snoring right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's sleeping so good. So, he, and don't um, interrupt him. He's having, he's having. No, I would never. For sure. <laughs> he's, he's also like my, um, my comfort dog because. Oh, he's, he's your just, therapy dog. I have yeah, one too. 
<laughs> he's just the best they're the best little snugglers and I they yeah. will put their weight on you and it's just like okay yeah these dogs are really they're really good therapy dogs they are and you know what I have to say and I'm not saying this just because we breed Frenchies but I really feel like the Frenchie is the epitome of someone with ADHD because they have so much <laughs> yes. energy in a moment and then they can flip and be asleep and they're exhausted and they can't do anymore and I'm like that is me in a nutshell yes it is. And also, uh, to compare a French bulldog to ADHD, a male <laughs> one, um, I, when I called, because I wanted a French bulldog so bad, but I wanted a girl one, and all they had mm-hmm. was boys, and the lady was like, well, boy French bulldogs are way more codependent. And I was like, oh, I want that. Yes, <laughs> and so I feel like you know because he needs me and he does need you yeah his little ADHD brain and mind we just mesh so well together and 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 when I feel the ADHD paralyzation he he rests with me so 100 percent and so maybe if anything out of this today if you're an ADHDer out there and you don't have a French bulldog, <laughs> you need one. Yourself, you need one. <laughs> Y'all could go for walks and get that energy out and then come back in and paralyze together. Absolutely. Great. Well, great. The last question that I wanted to ask you, and we can wrap this up, is is one piece of advice or wisdom that you'd share with someone, a mom or someone that's middle-aged, kind of going through that diagnosis process, undiagnosed, newly diagnosed. What's something that you would give them as a piece of advice or wisdom? that either you were given or you wish you would have been given? Oh, that's a tough one because I feel like I pretty much navigated this journey by myself. Like I started my ADHD journey before I got on TikTok. And so I, I really had no one. And I want, I guess the one thing I would tell someone is advocate for yourself oh. and if you know, I mean, you know, you better than anyone else. And a lot of us self-diagnose before we go through with an official diagnosis. And Especially I Especially with TikTok. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's very easy to, you know, and I'm sure there's a lot of missed self-diagnosed people sure. out there. Sure. However, if a, if a self-diagnosis makes you feel better, I am all for that. If, if it improves your mental health, I'm all for that. However, I do think having that official diagnosis was what made me feel it took the pressure off of me. And I think that's, that's what I would tell moms is you're an amazing mom. You're not a bad mom and you're doing everything that your kids need because our kids are mostly, most likely going to be just like us. This is, you know, this is something that is passed down. And yeah, and I I just want to tell moms that you're doing a great job to keep going. And, and yeah, I just advocate for yourself. Well, I want to thank you for sharing your thoughts, your story. It's, it's else who I can relate to and, and growing up individual and personal, we have a sense to social media platforms or yes I, I I think you are doing great things and I can't wait to see where this podcast goes and I think that this is so important to talk about as moms because we're all just now getting diagnosed yeah 
Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time. If you um, want to follow Megan, she is on TikTok. Would you like to share where they can find you? Yes. Um, my handle is Megan, M-E-G-A-N, the number four hand, H-A-N-D. And I talk a lot about ADHD and adoption, unmasking. Perfect. Thank you, Megan, for joining me. Thank I really you so much for it. inviting me. I had the best time. I hope you have a good day. Thank you, you too. All right, bye.